Thanks for listening to GYST. You're listening to Get Your Shit Together with Adina and Diane, a digestible health and fitness show for women. Real quick, the content of this podcast is intended for general information only and is not medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Chat with your healthcare provider before making changes. Okay? Okay, cool. I think they got it. Let's jump right into this week's episode. Hello. So much to catch up on. Hello. Oh my gosh. I feel like we've been off for ages. I know. I saw Diane's face and I was just like, hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Yeah, we were both eating sandwiches. Uh, We'll spare you all of our chomping, but we we both brought our sandwiches to the video chat today. Yeah, I finished mine. It was thick, shall we say. (laughs) You unhinged your jaw. Basically, just about. Well, I feel like we talk every day still, but it's like we've left all of our our pals out of the group chat because we've been off for a couple of weeks and so much has happened. So much has happened. Yeah, you were in the U.S. of A. That briefly feels like a blur. Like I did not even remember that until I saw it in the outline. (laughs) A jet lag blur. <laughs> what was it? Four days? That's wild. Basically, I flew out of here on Thursday and I got back here. I flew back Tuesday in the US. So I got back here Wednesday. That's bananas. It was. And didn't you sit in the plane like on the runway for a little bit? Oh my God. I completely forgot about all of this. Yeah. Leaving <laughs> Israel. I sat on the runway for three hours, so it turned a 12-hour flight into a 15-hour flight. With a baby <laughs> With on your a body. baby, no less. He was a champ. He really was so wonderful. Um, he was so cute and fun, and he just, like, played, and then he, like, stole the hearts of everyone on the aircraft, and then he... What was the seating situation? Was it, like, 2-3-2 two, two, or 2-5-2? Three, something like that. It was three. We were in a three sitch. I like to do aisle when I have a lap infant so that mm-hmm. I don't have to bother everyone. On the way back, I had an empty seat next to me. Ah! Very nice. It was really Very nice. nice. Not that Ori could like sit on his own, but it just gave me some more room to like breastfeed without his legs being on another passenger's lap, you know? <laughs> and have a place for extra stuff because... Yeah. Oh my gosh, after that long flight, I remember when we came to visit you or just when we went recently to Italy, there's so much stuff that you accumulate Yeah, everywhere. So spots for all your things. Um, <laughs> we have some plain things that we'll be talking about in a second, but tell us about the rest of your, your trip. It was for a friend's wedding, right? Yes, childhood best friend's wedding and one of like my oldest school friends, you know, and it was so, so nice just lovely venue gorgeous day in new york skyline behind the chuppah which is like the altar for those of you that don't remember that from um <laughs> from <laughs> wedding parents is it meet the no, parents no wasn't we were just talking about meet the parents when he put too much lacquer on the gazebo. so much damn lacquer on that thing i feel like we did that when neil was here <laughs> I just love that movie, and we we're just talking about how great Ben Stiller is. He has he's got quite the history. Oh, so great! He makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> he really I need does. To revisit that. Yeah, he's really silly. <laughs> well, all in all, it's success. And I think that while you were stateside was when I was going through some 
some stuff over here. Yeah. Uh, I have an outline. This list as Diane's tornado. It was a tornado. <laughs> tornado Diane sometimes goes through the kitchen, but no, this time an actual tornado went through our neighborhood, went through our street. And I've said in the past, Michigan, so wonderful. Summers in Michigan, wonderful. They are. And I also like Michigan because generally we don't have natural disasters. We don't have wildfires. Until you do. (laughs) Yeah, until you do. Our cost of living's pretty low. All that great stuff. Well, there's a storm. And I remember Neil came home early that day. He's like, it's going to rain later. I was like, okay, all right. Weatherman Neil coming through. And it started to rain. The sky darkened and it was just ominous, creepy, right? (laughs) So we started watching 100 Foot Wave at... Adina and Donnie's recommendation. I didn't even ask you how you liked it because chaos ensued. (laughs) You know, it delivered exactly what it said. Uh, Big waves, people talking about big waves and catching them. So, I mean, I think, I don't want to say like that was spoiled for me. I wanted more drama, but we also just didn't get too far into it because we hear the rain start and I'm like, let's go watch it. Love watching a storm. So we opened up our front window and we're eating dinner And the rain starts going kind of sideways. And I saw a branch fall off of our tree, a big one. And then I saw one fly across our yard. And I was like, we should probably go in the basement, huh? Because that was a big branch. So things going sideways. We went downstairs. And only after the tornado passed through, did we get an alert on our phone that big seek shelter now get somewhere. Because when we came up, there was a tree on our house. just resting on our house the one that was in our front yard so that was an adventure and we had no power for a couple of days i know some people some friends i was speaking to in the dms were like we didn't have it for several days yeah when you first of all when you sent me the picture of neil with the chainsaw like that was everything i'm sure he had the time of his life cleaning up that and this is why we're such good friends because i almost captioned that as and you that's exactly what you sent me. Immediately responded with a rim, bim, bim. Um, rim, bim, bim, bim. That. And then also, what was the other thing I was going to say? You said about tornadoes. Chainsaws, tornadoes. Chainsaws. Trees. We are really lucky that we did not get a hole in our roof. Like There are people in our neighborhood who had massive trees, massive pine trees or oak trees on their house, through their house. So we were really fortunate that we just lost some gutters. And gutters are like bumpers on cars. Like It's whatever. Oh, I remember. I, the other thing I texted you was how much meat is in your freezer right now. <laughs> so much meat so much meat actually neil brought home a generator i love that he has one of these old generator and we immediately plugged that into our chest freezer and put everything that we wanted to save in there because i've bought quarter of an animal half an animal there's a bunch of fish in there like did not want that to go to waste anytime the power goes out that's my first thought like thousands of dollars of meat (laughs) actually before the generator we went to our grocery store and i was like we need to We need a bunch of ice. And there were some people behind me and they're like, don't take all of it. And I was like, I got a lot of meat in the freezer. And they go, tell us about it. (laughs) They had gone hunting. Someone had gone hunting. They had a lot. And at that grocery store, the cart corral had been blown across the parking lot. So it was just quite a couple of days. And this tree that fell on our house was blocking our front door on the side. And we just knew the city was going to be so busy. So Neil and a few of his guys like, got to it with the chainsaw the next morning and yeah if anyone needs some firewood i have a pretty bald tree that is going to have to go down here soon oh man 
<laughs> it looks pitiful now. <laughs> but oh, all man. the do we notice the natural light even with this raining today? We have some more rain today. You got so, some more light now that the tree's gone. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's been going on over here. It's been quite the summer. That was quite the end to the summer, although I maintain that it's still summer through end of September. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a little stressy. Wild stuff. Everything's fine. We're fine. <laughs> that's good. Um, I forgot, literally, I can't even explain to you how much of a blur this week is. I keep saying to Donnie, like, wow, this was a crazy week. And then we realize that it's like Monday, (laughs) Sunday. Um, He's like, it's just started. No, it's been, it's been, it's been. But I did forget that we had the SCHH Club meetup when I was in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, duh. It was so fun. I hosted some club members in my parents' backyard, and Coach Veronica came, and we swung some kettlebells, and we had some sourdough rugelach and raw cheese, and just so sweet and fun, and everyone was awesome, and we had the best time, and I can't wait to do it again. I saw some clips. I know that you're someone who is very present during hangout time, during classes, so I know that maybe I wasn't going to see a lot of it. But I was like waiting and watching for how that meetup went. And I'm glad that it was so fun. Yeah, it was also like we had so much fun. And then it was a whirlwind. Like basically while we were there, Ori was on me like a monkey. Like he was just like so like, did we abandon the rest of our family? Where are we? He was so confused. So I had to really adjust the way I did things. I didn't get to do. I thought I was going to be able to work the last couple of days. I didn't get to do anything besides for just like hang out with him hang out with my parents so that was really nice um and then when I got home we went into full swing with the PJ party which we're going to talk a little bit more about soon so I do have some clips like Veronica was filming while I was coaching I was filming a little while she was coaching I just want to make sure that I check in with all the women that were there that they're okay with things being on the internet and then I'll compile a little video of some of the fun we had but yeah it was awesome Yes, I want to see. And isn't your little monkey, Ori, about a year old now? His birthday's probably in like two weeks. Almost, yeah. His birthday's like three days after yours. Yes, yeah. And uh, it's my birthday all month long. Or September 20th. I actually had two or three clients back-to-back with birthdays the 19th. Wow. I was like, dang, something was in the air around the holidays. But yeah, it's birthday time. That's for sure. Um, And I'm glad that his flight went well. But it went um, far and away better than the flight that we keep hearing about. Oh, no. Shall we talk about some shit in the news? Shit in the news. (laughs) (laughs) I I trust that you'll add some special effects in post. (laughs) Some fart noises. This is in our outline as Delta Diarrhea. And I imagine that a lot of you have seen this. Some of you have sent it to us. Like, thought of you. I'm like, I'm so glad that that made you think of us. Yep. And that maybe this person needs to to call us. Well, if you're unfamiliar, there was a flight that took off from Atlanta, Georgia, a couple of weeks ago at around 10.30 p.m. And they only made it as far as uh, Virginia on route to uh, Barcelona, Spain, when the pilot called in and said, we need to turn, we need to make an emergency landing. We need to turn back because a passenger has had diarrhea through the airplane. Yes. Through the airplane. So unfortunate. When I heard this, I wondered like what, like, 
maybe by the bathroom? Did something like seep out of one of those disgusting air airplane bathrooms? No. The footage has been released and there are what look like blankets throughout the aisle. Throughout the aisle of the plane because one poor woman who was sitting in the middle seat in the first part of economy had to go to the bathroom, but unfortunately she had a blowout the entire way. Just tragic. Tragic. And Absolutely tragic. So many reaction videos to this. And at first I was like, oh my God, what? And all I can think is I feel so bad for this person and that they had experienced that. And they ended up, I don't know how they did this. They got on the same flight several hours later. I think I think I would just, I think I might just go home. But also if that happened, I'd be like, you know what I deserve after all of that? A vacation. vacation to Barcelona. And Barcelona. So does, <laughs> Barcelona. And so does everyone who replaced that carpet. I guess it took them a few They were like, we're not cleaning this. They just replaced. Just ripped that shit out. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> the comment section that did make me laugh, though, people were like complaining that there was vanilla scented cleaner that was used to mask it until they could land. And moms were in the comments with like, Things that they would have used and said, like coffee grounds. This is what you got to do. Like this would have helped at least until they got... Moms, gotta love them. Yeah, moms and nurses and nurse moms. I have one of them. Like they know what's up. Yeah, that's great. That woman should maybe get into gut tune-up, my workshop and or root cause reset. Yes. But she got to get that gut right. What a shit show to say the least. (sighs) Oh man, that poor, poor Juan. (laughs) Yeah. In brighter, exciting news, girls, girls, our next episode next week is our 100th episode. Can you believe Our 100th episode. I can't believe it. We have to do something fun. Yes. Definitely listener questions. We're going to answer all your cues. We're going to A them up. We're going to A up those cues. Mm -hmm. So send in your questions. I guess DM us, right? Yeah, DM us because... (laughs) Our inbox is dusty, crusty. <laughs> What's email? We have one, but DMs. DMs are the yeah. best way. So DM us your questions. We'll put something up on the GYST Instagram story, too, if you prefer to drop one in the box. But let's make them fun. Yeah, let's make don't fun give us questions. boring questions to answer. Yeah, don't give us paragraphs. Like We don't have time for that. But <laughs> like something fun. Context is great, but, you know, get yes. to it. Uh-huh. Let's do some fun questions. It can be, I don't know, do we want to say give them topics or just a free-for-all i feel like personal questions in there yeah personal questions like i don't know you guys know gut hormone strength training pelvic floor (laughs) (laughs) yeah gut stuff hormone stuff food stuff what you're reading all that good things yeah yeah well we still have to do what we're consuming so tell me what you're consuming, food, film, TV, what's up? Okay, food. I feel like I've been like cooking and baking pretty simple and similar to things I've shared before. That sandwich I was eating before was very yummy, so maybe I'll talk about that. Um, I made a brisket, and I actually made a bad brisket, and then I revived it. So I was cooking on Friday, and... I had a bunch of things I still needed to do in the oven, so I did the brisket on the grill. I basically just put my Dutch oven on the grill and used it like indirect heat like an oven. Um, 
but I didn't cook it for long enough. Like it was not nearly tender enough by the time that Shabbos was starting. Oh no. I know. So then I just like put it in the fridge and we tried to eat it Friday night. We were like, this is so bad. And then on yesterday, I just like put it back in the oven for like a million hours. And then it was so tender and delicious. So if you try to slow cook a piece of meat, and it doesn't go according to plan. Just keep cooking it. Just like actually do it slow. <laughs> yeah. Cook it to death. Um, so yeah, I did that. And it was just the usual like barbecue style rub. Uh, some apple juice in there. Some water. A little apple cider vinegar. And then I made a sandwich with sourdough, obviously. Mustard and sauerkraut. Yum. And it was so yummy and thick. I'm glad that you revived it. I'm really yeah. happy for you. Yeah. Especially when you've you've invested so much time and money into a big mm-hmm. hunk of meat and it doesn't go to plan. It sucks. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, my what I'm consuming, what I'm still thinking about a couple of days later is not actually something that I cooked, but we had taco night with some friends. Yum. And my contribution was a blueberry lemon cheesecake from my favorite bakery. <laughs> and the nice texture was great. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to phone this in. We need dessert. Blueberries are still fresh. Love a really lemony tart cheesecake. And the texture, it wasn't too dense. It was very like a souffle, like really whipped. It was so good. But what they did was they smoked pork butt. Yeah. Not for you. Not but, for me, but I know, can understand. Some animal butt really mm-hmm. smoked and smoked tendy. Butt. <laughs> they smoked it for nine, like nine hours. And they're like, you know, often we forget, like you need a lot of time to smoke some of these things and we don't want to be eating at like 11 o'clock. And I'm like, I'm often my, and in my procrastination station. So props to you for waking up early and getting that going. But we did, we had all kinds of things to top it with. It was so fantastic. So mm. even better shared with friends this past weekend. Yum. And as far as what I'm consuming, haven't been watching a lot because we've been playing board games. We I was actually teaching the first day of the workshop and Amazon arrived and I was like, ooh, my board game's here. So we are terraforming Mars. And in this game with h- hundreds of pieces and lots of rolls, um, amazing, amazed that I could pay attention to all of those. We are terraforming or preparing Mars for life. So it's a lot of fun. Been doing that. And I have a sew and tell for the girlies that are watching. I made another Kindle sleeve. This one, well, this one's for me. I'm making one for a friend, but I kind of messed this one up a little bit. So now it's mine and I've, I fixed it. Got a little magnet. So look at those metallic flowers. It's my fall Kindle case, Kindle sleeve. Oh, so cute. Lots of sewing. I'm making a baby blanket for another pal's second baby. And watching season five of Peaky Binders. I'm still on that You're just Killian Murphy kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That um, jawline. <laughs> just watching the jawline. Five seasons of the jawline. <laughs> so handsome. So my picks for this week. Okay. Number one. I've shared some children's shows in the past, and I know a lot of the mamas appreciate it, so I'm going to share a new one. This was shared with me by my friend, Hannah, and my kids have been so into it, and it's so cute. So as I mentioned before, the way we try to select children's shows is I like when the animation is really simple, not overstimulating. I like- No cocoa melon in your house? No, thank you. 
I like when it kind of feels like someone's reading you a book versus like really stimulating television. And I love when it prompts my kids to like think. I like when there's not a lot of peril, you know? They just don't need that no kind Disney of stress. No Disney where everyone's an lives. orphan. Yeah, no thank you. Anyways, so yeah, so things I've wrecked in the past is like Trash Truck. We love that one. Um, we were really into Bluey for a while, you know. Which, by the way, Bluey, yeah. I saw on TikTok, is a show that uses colors that dogs can see, apparently. I haven't tested it out, but someone showed their dog really like intently watching Bluey. So I guess Bluey's for everyone. Bluey is for everyone. That's what I've told you many times. It's for parents and kids alike. And, and the theme song is very catchy. It's art. Every episode is actually a short film and art. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we are talking about Eleanor Wonders Why. And it is so lovely. It's like a nature show about kids using their observation skills and like seeing if they can learn why things are happening. It's adorable. I love it. The kids are so into it and they are like love using their observation skills. It's so cute. Are they learning the scientific process or something? How to conduct experiments? It's so cute. It's just like, oh, like, yeah, I don't need to give you examples of the episodes, but it's so cute. Where can you watch it? Oh, you can watch it on Prime. Ooh, well, we have that. Yeah, it's so cute. So that's my pick for the kiddos. And then for the adults who have inner childs that need healing. um, Everyone? The, I had mentioned that we were going to watch this, and then we did watch it, and it's Adam Sandler's new comedy, You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah, and basically it stars his actual daughter as his daughter, and it's just a coming-of-age story of a 12-year-old Jewish girl planning her bat mitzvah and all the fights she gets in with her friends, and it made me, as a Jewish girl, feel so seen. Like, I think there's so many middle school movies out there that can make you feel seen but there haven't been many for the jews yet you know and this one was like these are such real struggles that we all went through when we were going to bat mitzvahs and planning our bat mitzvah and i just felt seen and it was silly and i loved it and has adam sandler so (laughs) yes automatic watch oh i have to add that to the queue i think it's i think it's also in netflix yes is that right? Which we are thinking of getting rid of Netflix because we didn't like a lot of things that were on it for a while. But yeah, now I'm they seeing just more. Suck you back in. Which um, I think since I last recorded with you, I was on probably like season four of Peaky Blinders, and I didn't realize there were going to be so many big actor cameos. Like Adrian Brody was a gangster in the last season. Tom Hardy is a Jewish gangster. <laughs> there were in those. this show, and he's he's really funny. <laughs> He's really funny. So love seeing some big actors in there. Yeah. Well, shall we get into it? Now oh, that we are all yeah. caught up. I, <laughs> I know. this. So. One, I was like, this is going to be a short episode. And then obviously we have so much to catch up on. Yeah, it's what we say every week. But we're feeling the good energy. We're feeling the big energy, if mm. you will, around our workshop. So if you missed it, somehow Adina and I both are doing some kind of back to school workshops and they're happening right now. Actually, I think you might be able to still pop into ours if you're listening to this when it airs on Tuesday, but our workshops are in full swing. We'll tell you a bit more about that. And 
with this transition into fall, we're hearing from a lot of women this time of year, like they're feeling burned out after summer, exhausted. Maybe they are juggling transitioning into a different routine for fall like the kids are back to school or I know we've talked about this on seasons past even after you have left your school years behind there's still just something about transitioning between the seasons that can make people feel a variety of things anxious or just kind of scattered and we're in the business of trying to help women feel better feel good in their bodies and so we thought what better time to have a better health class and a better, more fun health class than right now. So those are some of the reasons we want to do this episode. Yeah. The time is now to feel incredible inside of your body. (laughs) (laughs) The time is now. And I've seen too many adults are so tired memes or the girl dinner trend that is making the rounds on TikTok where we're basically normalizing eating like birds or toddlers as adult women. Yeah, dim. And I just can't let that go. So I just cannot. And also I was in Target and someone who appeared exhausted ordering a Trenta cold brew at 2 p.m. Trenta. What a lovely a 30... pronunciation. Trenta. Is it? I yeah. guess you're right. I've always 30 said ounces. Trenta. <laughs> no, in Italian it's Trenta. It's 30 ounces. Right. Mm. Or if you're a... Spanish speaker, I've got 40 ounces. We got 40 ounces in this year, Stanley. <laughs> this year, this of year, water. Stanley. This year, Stanley. I feel like I feel like uh, I'm going to be so hydrated by the end of this episode. Let's see if I can make it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I know you called me out last time for my metal straw. It's clanging. It's doing some clanging <laughs> out here. I was going to put a little ice in this, just because I wanted a little, little pop of something in there. But you know. You'd hear it. I took the straw out and someone actually, did I say this? Yeah, you did. That's when I mentioned my straw. (laughs) Yeah. Someone was like, it's stressing me out watching you drink that with no straw. Just glug it back. Yeah. But if you are someone who is ordering cold brew at 2 p.m., I don't think it's because you just like it. I think it's because you need it. And if Mm -hmm. you need it, we got to talk, baby. So Maybe you're also new here, and I don't know what we're titling this episode, something around energy. Maybe you don't have enough of it yet, or you're running on borrowed energy from caffeine or from sugary snacks in the break room. This episode is for you. Yeah. We are going to be talking about our stories, like where we started, because we didn't always feel like the Energizer bunnies or a bright-eyed bushy tail like we do now. There were some times in both of our history. There were times. (laughs) So learn from them. We'll talk about that, especially if you didn't walk your butt back to episode one and hear our stories. We're now on almost 100, right? And then we'll talk around the set with some tips. So some tips for gaining energy and keeping it. Yeah, we figured this would be really fun to do because, so as Diane mentioned, we're both running really fun workshops this week. And... We've just been like riding the high of that energy and getting to be on live with all these super cool women, especially some people who have like been in our DMs for years. And it's so nice to put faces to names and just like feel that live room energy. Like I'm so glad that we did this and created these experiences for all of these women who just want to feel better right? Like that's what we're all out here to do is just like find the simplest ways to 
make it sustainable to feel good in our bodies for the long term and And have fun while doing it yeah that's a big piece of it too like it's so fun to get yourself inside of these rooms with other people who just want the same thing and have people to cheer you on have coaches to cheer you on like it just is so fun and feels so good and I was sharing on the first day of my workshop the PJ party I was sharing a little bit of my story it's always so important to like look back and remember what it was like you know I think like we talk about all the time you just kind of adapt to wellness pretty quickly and we get stuck in our bubble sometimes where we think that women just like feel good all the time and celebrate their bodies and enjoy endless energy and then we have to like snap out of it for a second and remember like oh the world still needs us there's a lot out there (laughs) you know you mentioned you see these memes and you're just like oh no right that's a lot of people people really feel (laughs) or subscribe to the idea that well i'm almost 30 or after 30 i'm just doomed to feel exhausted creaky and sick yeah and I can tell you now, feeling so much better than I did 10 plus years ago, it is not the case. I know. I was just going to say, like, I felt way worse in my 20s than I do now. Yeah. I remember you telling me that you used to faint. like All the time. Tell us about it. So what were the circumstances? Um, What? Yeah. I know. Um, Yeah. It's so horrifying to think back on that. Like, you're just not, you're not supposed to faint. Can you tell us, like, an, are there any, like, really embarrassing, like, really, like, there's never a good time to faint, but. Oh, I have some really, really rough ones. Yeah. So, okay. One of them, I, first of all, let me say this. Like, I started fainting probably, when was it? I think the first time. Driving a car? No, I was probably like late teens like um maybe I was like 18 or so the first time you just like glitch for a second yeah so I the craziest one was I was a counselor on a traveling summer camp program on an airplane on the way to Israel where I was responsible for many 14 year old children (laughs) oh I was I think I was 20 maybe I was 19 19 or 20 and yeah I think I was 20 and I was responsible for all these children on the flight and I started to feel kind of weird and then woosy yeah I was like a little woosy and I was sitting in my seat and then I was like okay let me get up and like walk around maybe I just need some blood flow you know and I was like standing in the galley and then suddenly I wasn't standing anymore (laughs) just like remember lying down and there was like a flight attendant standing over me and some of the children from the program being like you just see a bunch of faces yeah (laughs) so good that was good um yeah there were a few other airplane experiences that seemed to be a big trigger for me and Mm -hmm. then there was one a jewish fast day and then there was one man there were many it wasn't great and I asked a doctor about it. What did they tell me was wrong with me? 
Oh my god, it was like, it just happens to some girlies. No, I used to like walk around saying like, oh, I have this thing, and like I faint sometimes. It was hypoglycemia, like, vasovagal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I used to tell people. I'm like, yeah, just this thing, and then I found out. It was just my blood sugar. <laughs> Maybe I need to eat something. And if I just balance my blood sugar and stop taking a thousand hit classes a day and Well that was a combo. That was yeah. a combo. Yeah, the blood sugar is such a piece, but sounds like someone was not recovering very well. Dude, I would get a venti iced coffee with skim 20 milk. Twenty ounces. Okay. Twenty ounces of coffee from Starbucks with skim milk and many pumps of caramel syrup and I would pick that up on my way to college and I would go to my classes and I would have a banana and a baggie of fiber cereal. Carbs, 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 carbs. Disgusting. Carbs, 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 because my GI told me I needed fiber to make my digestion better because I I had anal fissures and obviously they were just a pelvic floor issue. (laughs) I'm learning so much about young (laughs) Adina. We're getting and intimate we with are. the sheet heads. Um, <laughs> we can't we can't be friends unless we can get to talking about our yeah. fissures. Yeah, and if this is brand new to you, please go back to some of our pelvic floor episodes because and our we've talked about it on digestion episodes and pelvic floor episodes. Like the two are intimately connected, and if you're not looking at both, you're not solving the problem. But yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would pick up my venti coffee. At the Grand Central Station Starbucks. And I would head to class. And I would have my banana and my fiber cereal. And then I would try to see how long I could go without eating the next meal. And Were you fasting? Were you intentionally fasting at yeah, this point? And then I would go to Lucille Roberts and I would take two hit classes. And I felt good. I was gonna, <laughs> and then I, was about to I would ask, cry myself good? to sleep. <laughs> Would you feel good for like a second or did you start to see sounds like yeah. that's a lot of coffee? It and was sugar. great. Um those were some dark times. And mm-hmm. that is like my, you know, that's a big part of my origin story and why I'm just like obsessed with helping women nourish themselves and build their bodies up and support their very best health so they can just feel incredible inside their body because being like obsessed with being skinny and working yourself into the ground and fainting and just feeling general anxiety all the time it, you don't have to do that. That's so yeah. dumb. <laughs> I was um, told by a doctor I had general anxiety back then, which just is like general, general, <laughs> just like, who doesn't? <laughs> um, but amazing how that went away when I made changes to food and lifestyle and I started to feel better and I could focus more. It was like, and I was thinking about you saying that you had your baggy, like I'm picturing a little Ziploc it of was like crumbled, just um, What's the size yeah, like the the sandwich bag of the the Ziploc sandwich. Was bag. it like um, shredded wheat or something, or like? Yeah, it was the um, the ones that look like um, like. Bird how food did you or eat that without food? without saturating milk? it? Yeah, with, it tasted so like cardboard. <laughs> yeah, I always say um, like 
what is it, Triscuits and that cereal. They're like eating wicker furniture. You know what's... Okay, so then at a point I was like, this cereal is bad. (laughs) (laughs) So then instead I would put Benefiber into my water. The powder? Great, great, great. And I would eat um, oatmeal squares instead. Well, your doctor told you you need fiber. Oh my God. Oatmeal squares the Quaker oatmeal square cereal. I was like, this is better cereal. <laughs> and girls, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, my doctor, my GI doc told me I needed fiber too. Of course they did. And I, I know we shit on doctors all the time because I really can't believe that some of them have the jobs that they have and say the things they say. But amazing that they told you that you needed more fiber, but they didn't ask you like, oh, are you over-exercising are you under massively under eating in other areas no no of course not just just... eat the fiber cereal and shut up (laughs) eat the fiber and then come back and then i'll tell you something else that you can take to deal with the other problems that you now have yeah anyways the point is you don't have to faint you don't have to crash hard in the afternoon or evening you can feel stable energy throughout the day and you can feel really wonderful inside of your body. Um, so yeah, I know for some of you who have never heard these stories, I know Diane's going to share her story in a little bit, but you may see where we are now and think that all of that is crazy. Like, I think sometimes it could be really helpful. You may feel like our energy levels, our painless periods, our effortless digestion, like those things may feel really foreign for you or really unattainable where you're at now like we've heard so many times like oh but I can't because I'm different because I can't do your program because I xyz or oh that won't work for me because I have xyz thing that a doctor told me that I've been creating into my identity for my whole life but we have very been there We have very, very been there. We have felt like sheet garbage, the lowest of the low. We have felt so low energy. We have had painful periods. We have had migraines. We have had anxiety and depressive symptoms, like all the stuff that we hear from so many women who reach out to us about what they're going through. Like we have so very been there and it can be so much better. And you know what? It's not that complicated. That's the best part. Like, if someone had just taught me back then, first of all, what you're doing is dumb and you can feel so much better. (laughs) Throw Um, that cereal in the trash can. Yeah. Like, here are simple tips and tactics to balance your blood sugar and to understand when your blood sugar is low and how that's going to impact you. Like, Mm -hmm. I think the craziest one for me was I finally like quote unquote figured it out you know I was like oh it's a blood sugar issue I need to have protein with me and then I was on a plane once with only protein like I ate hard-boiled eggs and like a beef stick and I still felt woozy and I was like finally like oh protein by itself can also cause blood sugar issues it's not Mm -hmm. just sugar that causes the issues exactly i mean i'm glad that you had some fat in there too but you need some carbs maybe that's the case for the the biscoff cookies they're just something about them in a (laughs) a pinch 
that is one thing that Delta just does very right. <laughs> Those Delta cookies. Yeah. But yeah, we have very much been there. And someone before joining the workshop asked if my gut tune-up workshop would be appropriate or recommended for her 15-year-old daughter. And I was like, first of all, if you're fine with some swears, yeah, <laughs> come on down. Or you could screen it for her. I mean, but she's I 15, really... Diane. She's not nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what she lets them listen to. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I drop an F-bomb, you know. I try not to sometimes you get one f-bomb in pg-13 yeah yeah i think so i think you do so just drop uh, one <laughs> <laughs> and then bleep the rest or say cuss like they do in fantastic mr fox well uh i wish by it- the way i love that film so good one of my favorite wes anderson movies and i feel like it's underrated it is underrated i watched it under the brooklyn bridge in one of those like outdoor movies and it was delightful perfect scene for it and yeah. the life aquatic also another good one um but I wish that the things that we're covering in Gut Tune Up, my workshop this week, that I knew when I was 15. Same. And definitely, again, when I started my first big girl job. So my origin story or you know, when, I, when I was dealing with fatigue, low energy. I don't know if you're hearing Doug. He's grumbling. I know. It was a time. It was a time. It's, not, it's also not time for your food yet. It's 2.45 p.m. Eastern here and he gets lunch at 3. But like he's early. Is he jet lagged? <laughs> no he's just um i think he's like his dad neil where if you're on time you're late you know Mm -hmm. so he feels that same energy around meals but anyway when i was starting my first i'll call it big girl job after undergrad i thought that i was going to be a pharmaceutical sales rep pushing drugs to doctors (laughs) hilarious i thought that was going to be my job hilarious i was like this is health adjacent but i get to bring lunch get to bring food to people um he's crying Doug's crying at me so I thought a compromise and a fun compromise was working as the social media manager of a plastic surgery practice it was a really fun environment Uh, I had really cool coworkers. the doctors I worked for were great but I was also working in Doug can you hear him shush I'm going to show crying. the girls and then like maybe let him out of this room. Like, look at him. We can't, we Get can't it together, deal. Doug. So I was sitting in this back office and resizing before and after photos for the website and the results looked perky, but I was not. So I was 21 years old and I would be resizing these and I was Your doing prime. social media. <laughs> I was in my... You would think my prime, like I should be feeling great and like, you know, going to bed without washing my face and still feeling great the next day and like just invincible when I'm 21, right? But I remember around 11 a.m. every day, I would have to go and drink the office coffee, have to, and it was on one of those like burners, you know, those like big bun bun burner coffee, like it's not good, but it's there. It's like diner coffee. Yeah, I call it bank coffee because like, you know it's not good, but like you need it. So I would go and do that. Or I would go downstairs to the Starbucks and get a burned almond milk latte at around 2 p.m. As well as like Jif peanut butter and the saltines that we kept in the break room. Wait, if they're new here, they may not know our take about Starbucks. What about it? That I have a few takes. Gross. Before. It's burned. <laughs> it's it's <disgusting>. burned. <laughs> Why are you guys drinking that? It could be so much better. I, I know we are uh, getting into fall with pumpkin spice latte season, and I think it tastes like a candle. I'd rather have hazelnut flavor. <laughs> so 
Starbucks was a necessity. It wasn't something I necessarily enjoyed, but I needed it. And I also felt like I had a really time, hard time concentrating back then, just so scattered. Oh, yeah. Would stare past my computer. The fluorescent lighting surely didn't help. But <laughs> truly, at 21, I should have felt so much better than I did. And beyond energy, this is also when I was heavy into, I don't know, year five of being on hormonal birth control. And whenever I would have that withdrawal bleed or break between the packs, I would have hormonal headaches and migraines. The cramps were awful. And also in this time, we're going to get intimate, is when the bubble guts were bubble gutting. We had a secret bathroom on the other side of this office. So I would just waltz my butt over there after Starbucks and hope that I didn't run into anyone else coming from that side of the unused office space. (laughs) Anyone else using the secret bathroom? I wonder how many places do. And I am really grateful for the fact that they had two-ply toilet paper in this building. We also like were in a hotel building, so it was like the plastic surgery practice was in part of the hotel. So I think we just had better amenities. I just really feel for all the ladies that have to use one ply toilet paper in the office bathroom. But you gotta get that travel bidet, you know? <laughs> that basically just looks like a water bottle. Like yeah. hopefully be- no one's like, ooh, can I have a sip of that? The like postpartum peri bottle that like okay. Yeah. Free she has one. Yeah. Freedom Mom's great company. Love them. They make some really wonderful postpartum products, but their postpartum spray bottle is like bright pink and shaped like it's out of like a cartoon or a comic book. And like my kids seen always used to find it under the sink and be like, what's this? Like, don't make it so fun. Abe's looking, drinking, you know, <laughs> drinking from it. <laughs> yeah. Freedom Mom makes one. Toshi Bidet makes one. So I guess you could pack that in your desk too, but I hope you wouldn't have to use it. So yeah, to sum it up, my first big girl job out of college was feeling scattered, exhausted day in, day out. The sugar cravings were strong. And I think that was part of my lizard brain telling me like, girl, we need more fuel. We don't need to be skipping breakfast or just eating the donuts that patients bring into the break room or otherwise granola bar- granola bars that I thought were healthy at the time, mm-hmm. but were so healthy. Me so depleted. And on the opposite end of that is having just cycles and hormonal imbalances on the pillar off that were really wrecking havoc on my overall just well-being. I felt like, all right, this is just what people deal with. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I love my coworkers. Like I said, there were some people that would just kind of normalize. Like, this is what it's like when you get older. And yeah. for a time, I, I thought, oh, that is what it's like until I was like, wait, I don't want to accept this story. And that was part of my origin story, like finally telling that doctor I'm not going to deal with monthly headaches or feeling exhausted. And now years later, so much has happened in between, of course. But these days I sleep so much better, even through my luteal phase now. I feel stable in energy. Like I said, Doug is over here asking for his 3 p.m. lunch. And this is typically when years ago I would really be wanting a nap Mm -hmm. or just feel like, well, can't focus at all. I'd be nodding off at my desk and I still feel really energized and good. We're on day 24 of my cycle. I don't have sugar cravings and things like sweets, like that lemon blueberry cheesecake I mentioned earlier, or a coffee are a nice to have and not a need to have anymore. Yeah. It's and amazing. finally, yeah, the di- on the digestive front, 
all things quiet there. We are at like feeling easier and not like I'm just waiting for this unpredictable stomach situation to happen in the middle of the day. <laughs> so that's so much freedom that I wish that I knew how to create for myself years ago. And it really wasn't as complicated as I thought. And it wasn't something that was just meant for other people at all. I think too, if you're someone who grew up with a lot of gut issues, like I did as a kid, it can be easy to think, oh, well, that ice cream, that's never going to be for me. Or I just can't have that in my coffee because oh, it's just going to ruin my day and maybe someone else's. <laughs> and it, that, it does if you're on a Delta flight, it. perhaps. Yeah. If you're on a Delta flight or you're gassing out your, your coworkers, like it doesn't have to be that way. We have seen not only changes like positive changes in our own health, but in the health of our clients that we work with day in and day out. And that's why we want to do these workshops. So that's where we started in a nutshell. And um, yeah, the foundations of food, of stress release, of breath work and strength training can do so much. And what we loved about these workshops is that we're seeing a blend of beginners and more intermediate or advanced ladies alike. And the common thread is that none of us are above the basics. Yeah. None of us are above the basics, whether you have a more complex diagnosis or you've been dealing with some chronic issues or you're completely new to this. We all would benefit from ongoing um, foundations and working on those. Yeah. And so we wanted to do this episode also because, I mean, we felt like if you jumped in in one of the later episodes, you may not have heard like the details of our stories. I feel like we always yeah. tell them a different way. Like I've, there's <laughs> different pieces of it. Yeah. Right? Like I had to touch fire a few times to know it was hot or like, <laughs> yeah. how many times am I going to try to order this latte and think maybe this latte that hurts my stomach every day won't do it today? You know? had to find a different way through trial yeah. and error. Yeah. And with the experiences that we both created this week for all the women that have joined us, we found that like the common thread between what we're both doing is this energy piece on mm -hmm. the food side of things, the blood sugar side of things for Diane, and then the strength training, breath work, understanding how to utilize those things to make you feel better and not worse side of thing that like energy was kind of the real common thread of how we could help you. So mm -hmm. we wanted to take some pieces from both of these workshop experiences and package it up real nice and neat for you in this episode and give you the six steps to gaining energy. Our six step yes. guide. Pew, pew, pew. Six steps for gaining and keeping it. Yeah, that common thread. And I also love seeing everyone's intros in our in my workshop that are like, I'm also, they're also doing PJ party, Adina's workshop, or I know there are some of you that are going to both. You signed up for classes. You understood the assignment. So yes. love to see it. So this they're having a real self-care week, you know? Oh yeah. Back to school. So tell us about this first step. Yes. This first step, breath work. So I was teaching breath work on Sunday. Was that yesterday? Oh my God, this week. You're like five <laughs> days ago. Oh, yesterday. <laughs> literally five days ago it's a week so yeah yesterday morning I was teaching oh my god it wasn't even the morning it was yesterday afternoon it was like 12 hours ago <laughs> okay <laughs> so as I start off every workout inside of all of my programs I was teaching breath work and I was talking about how wonderful this is for a million reasons but to kind of tell our nervous system like 
okay, we're about to do something here. We're going to start this workout. We want to build something. And I was contrasting it to when I was in my hit era and I would get off the subway, sweaty from the subway and sprint to my 6 a.m. workout class and jump straight into this hit class that I was a few minutes late to. And the contrast of like that nervous system experience me thinking like, oh, I'm working out, I'm doing something good for my body, but like literally sweaty sprinting off the subway. It's like you did hit before the hit class. Exactly. And my body was probably like, the fuck is going on here? And then contrast that with like getting into your breath work, taking 10 like truly deep breaths, relaxing your rib cage, relaxing your pelvic floor, relaxing your nervous system and telling your body like, okay, We're about to build something here. It is crazy what a shift you will see from just that change. If that is the only change that you make to your workouts, it is crazy what a shift you can see. Besides for the fact that there are so many other pieces of that energy puzzle when it comes to oxygen, carbon dioxide, and what we accomplish when we actually like take a deep breath in through our nose and exhale through our mouth and get our ribs moving, fill our lungs, like things are different when you breathe well. (laughs) Yes, and not into your shoulders, which I imagine you go into all of the ways to do that proper breath work. And maybe someone listening to this is like breath work, like like the Wim Hof style, and it is not that. So Adina walks you through that, I think, in your workshop tomorrow, right? Yeah, well, it'll be today when this airs, but if you're listening to this, yeah, (laughs) if you're listening to this like Tuesday when this episode drops, then you still have like two hours that you could jump into my workshop. We start 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, But if you're catching this later, the recordings will be available. You can get your little booty in there and learn so very much about how to use your breath to support better workouts, better pelvic floor health, better nervous system health, and just overall increase energy stable energy throughout the day yeah you might realize how much you've been holding on or withholding throughout the day so Mm -hmm. another way that they can improve their workouts has to do with not doing more sounds with sounds like they gotta sit down or lay down tell us about this next one yes the next other the the next other are word (laughs) sentences what's happening um the other big piece of the shift that I made in my workouts and how I help women to access their strength and energy is through utilizing rest periods. And I remember I used to teach these like 6 a.m. bootcamp classes and we would have rest Ugh. we would have rest periods. I'm doing this in quotations. We would have rest periods, but there was also like an optional core exercise that you could do during the rest period because like if you're we, a glutton for punishment, we didn't want our like type A NYC clients to be like not getting their money's worth. You know, they got to get every minute. We got to be doing something. <laughs> but yeah, you got to rest. You got to seriously rest. Um, I mean that in the global sense, but I also mean that in your workouts, like do your strength set, rest for two full minutes and then do your next strength set, like get that rest. And this is kind of interesting because it'll actually allow you to work harder in the strength set if you've taken a true rest. And this is a lot of what I talk about with like intentional intensity. If we want our workouts to actually move the needle and make us better at our lives, we need to work really freaking hard during our sets for those three reps, those five reps, like 
you need to be putting out power. Those need to be a max power output. But then you need to rest enough to recover to be able to do that all over again. Like the thing that happens with a lot of these hit classes, you know, high intensity interval training, those are actually all like medium intensity interval training. Because if you're going for 55 minutes and you're not taking true rest periods, you can't actually reach high intensity. You're not actually accomplishing the thing that gets you to the place that accomplishes the stuff that they saw in the studies when they looked at high intensity. Like you're working at a pretty moderate intensity for 55 minutes and you're just burning, burning the candle at both ends, running on cortisol, running on adrenaline and not making your body feel very good. So if you actually want to feel energized from your workouts, if you want to leave your workouts feeling more energized than exhausted, which was something that a lot of women shared after our first workout in the PJ party, you need to be taking proper rest periods. That's right. It's not optional. It's not optional. And finally, whether someone's new to strength training or they've been doing this for a long time, you might have some preconceptions about what strength training looks like. Maybe you've seen some swipe posts on Instagram or videos on TikTok of someone balancing on a BOSU ball doing dumbbell raises, right? And this is not that. It is a lot more simple. Isn't that right? Did I give you that example? No. That's so funny. That's literally we just the example. Have, it's like we have ESPN or something. No, truly. That's the example I used in my workshop yesterday. Really? And I didn't even <laughs> attend. Bizarre. It's like I know you are. It's like I've like been in strength training for happy hormones in the club for a long time. That, I like, guess I've said it I'm before. your wing woman. <laughs> Not to take words out of your mouth. You took them out my brain. <laughs> I think it's raining. Amazing. Um, yeah, so... To recap, we have breath work, number one. We have rest periods, number two. And number three is simple strength training. I thought I was setting you up. (laughs) I know. Crazy. Um, We talked a lot yesterday in the PJ party. Every time I say yesterday, I'm like, was it seriously yesterday? Um, Yeah, we talked a lot yesterday about the idea of how it gets to be simple. Like, I think a lot of times when we want to burn through our energy and like feel that frenetic, anxious energy, sometimes we just like feeling it because we're gluttons for pain. <laughs> like It has to be hard. <laughs> yeah. And it also, I think it distracts us from getting the work done. You know, like that's something we talked a lot about where like if we complicate it, then it's not our fault that we didn't stay consistent with it. You know, oh. it got a little deep. Um oh. If we allow it to be simple, if we allow strength training to be this simple thing where we do the same thing over and over again, two to three days a week for the rest of our lives, it's so doable and we can stay consistent with it and we can feel so strong and energized for Mm. all the hard stuff we got to do, you know? Yes. And I would hazard a guess that most of us can fit in 30 minutes for a workout it doesn't have to be a two to three hour thing at the gym, right? So get into that PJ party. Love it. So there are a few simple steps for you that I know Adina expands on on that workshop. Get into it. So some things that we covered in my workshop so far. Well, we've only had day one down. We have two more to go. But my gut 
my workshop's called Gut Tune Up. Gut Tune Up, because you know I'm a big car guy and couldn't go without. Huge car guy. <laughs> Huge car guy. I don't know how they work, but they do. And that's great. Gotta just tune them up, you know? <laughs> that's what well, you yeah, gotta do. You helped me come up with this because I was like, well, we don't want to just think about like fix, gut fix. Like, I think we could all use a little loving on in our gut especially if we don't think that we need it but anyway we focused in the scope of this workshop on breakfast surely there are so many things that we can cover around gut health around energy hormone and metabolic health but i wanted to focus in on breakfast because that's how we front load our day with fuel in our tank hopefully <laughs> and so on day huge one car guy. huge car guy on thursday do you know that um do you know that office episode where uh, andy bernard is like they're pretending it's like that michael's with that mob guy and they're like pretending to prison mike no, no. they're pretending to be the like mechanics you know what i'm talking about and andy is like you I got a, a meme come in you got a leaky spark tube so uh your car is totaled <laughs> it's always andy <laughs> yeah so everyone in your workshop andy. has leaky spark tubes is that what you leaky say? spark tubes yeah <laughs> leaking breaker brake fluid I think that actually is a thing. (laughs) Blinker fluid. That's not a thing. Well, on day one, we talked about (laughs) auditing. (laughs) On day one, we talked about auditing breakfast and also a lot of common myths, mistakes, habits that people might be following. Fiber cereal, just adding more fiber, (laughs) intermittent fasting, and how that is wrecking havoc on your digestion and downstream things like your cycle, your energy, your metabolism. So we really set up what I mean by nutritional therapy in that class, as well as went over how to update your plate for breakfast, because maybe people are having breakfast, but whatever they have is not giving them the energy that they need to get through their inbox, to have energy after dropping the kids off at school and then diving right into work. And we want to change that up. I also want to make sure that you're feeling good through the afternoon. So we talked about just ways to restructure and also um, how to adjust the timing or the size of meals if you need to. So that was what day one was all about, auditing your breakfast. I know it's easy to skip it or to go all carbs. Those are some really common habits that I see when I look at new client food journals. Maybe you tell yourself, well, you're not, I'm not hungry, so I'm just going to listen to my body and wait until I am but we definitely covered why that may be so i'll often hear i don't have an appetite i'm nauseous or a couple of the women in the workshop are in their first trimester so it's trying them and we talked about some strategies for fitting in breakfast if some of those situations are coming up for you so another thing that we want to think about if we are trying to gain and keep more energy is to hydrate before you caffeinate. You've heard me say it here. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> if you're an OG, and I've been saying it for years. And I mean, well before we were recording on the podcast, I would have people DM me and say, like, when I wake up in the morning now, I think of Diane. I think of you saying, hydrate before I caffeinate. And that has really helped. And again, having fuel in your tank, it, make, it makes a difference. If you have been sleeping for seven, eight hours or in bed for so long and you are not adding in something hydrating in the morning before you get back into that coffee, into that pumpkin spice latte, you are borrowing energy and you might notice that you are tanking around 11 a.m. You're looking for something in the break room. You're feeling like, oh my gosh, I have ADHD, I can't focus, or I just am so scattered. And certainly some of those things, factors may be 
those things may be a factor, but if you aren't also adding in fuel, hydrating yourself, having breakfast, you're really doing yourself a disservice. So in day two, which I guess will be the day that this episode airs, we're talking about how to upgrade your caffeine routine. And we're also going to more holistically look at good, better, best. And what do I mean by this approach? Because I think so many people come into nutritional therapy into working with a coach or trying to update their food and lifestyle, thinking in this black and white framework that they brought mm-hmm. with them from years past of different diet approaches, of following things like Whole30 and AIP. And I like to break that down and talk about what's the best choice that we can make given the resources or given what's available to us. So we'll walk through some examples in the workshop of things that you can um look out for how to make the best choice for you and your body's needs, and also some different coffee orders that maybe you can try on and the timing of that. So I don't like to give any hard and fast rules like everyone listening to this, you need to ditch your coffee forever because it's not realistic. And so we just want to make sure that you are running the show and not caffeine. Yeah, I would encourage, here's a hard and fast rule. Don't get a Trenta iced coffee with skim milk and pumps of caramel and have that be the first thing you have in the morning. <laughs> I imagine that there's at least four in there because when you look at like the or I want to say for a grande, there are four pumps of a syrup in any given drink at Starbucks. So a Trenta has two sizes up from that. So there's probably some like 10 pumps of syrup in that drink. It wasn't great. Did I ever tell you about one of my, I told you about my first big girl job after undergrad, but my first ever job was working at Tim Hortons. <laughs> Do you know Tim Hortons? Yep. Do they have those over there? They don't have them. No, but I, I know but them you from know Canada. You know of him? Yes. Well, uh, my first job was working at a Tim Hortons. It's like, a, it's a Canadian chain with coffee and Timbit, little mm-hmm. donut holes. And it was connected to a gas station. And I would often have to roll in there out of bed at 530 in the morning Good. And I'd work this morning shift for a few hours. And we got some very interesting folks who would come in to get gas, to get coffee off the highway. And there are some customers just stand out. But I remember someone coming in and ordering a large coffee and she asked for 13 sugars in it. I didn't even tell you about this. I should have led with this. You know the airplane coffees? Yes, which have disgusting water, by the way. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. But they're like this big, teeny mm-hmm. tiny. The man Like six me- ounces. The man next to me put 10 sugars inside. He kept being like, can I have another one? Can I have another one? 10. 10. Was he the alien from Men in Black? 10 sugars. Wow. Could you believe it? That is all sugar. Oh, that is sickening. And then How did he promptly fall asleep? Suck that down. Thir- I thought um, 13 was a lot. And I remember, uh, so we had these machines where you would just press the button and it had a calibrated amount of sugar that would go into the coffee and or into the cup and then you would pour coffee on top of it and it was just it was so much straight to the dome wild straight to it straight in the bloodstream there were some interesting (laughs) people there and i was also when i was exhausted teenager i would like sleep 12 hours a day and i would go in the back and like sneak glaze that we would put onto the donuts and just eat it (laughs) just eat it it was a time it was a time to be alive so yeah, we're gonna hydrate before we caffeinate and we're gonna learn more tips about upgrading your caffeine and your natural energy in day two of Gut Tune Up. Gut Tune Up. And on day three, 
we are covering one of my favorite tools for stress release and personal transformation, honestly. And it's called tapping or emotional freedom technique. Tapping, yay. Because day one and day two, we really focus on lowering physical stressors in the body. So imbalanced blood sugar, irritated gut, right? But we also have to mind emotional release because a lot of folks are walking around taking the perfect supplements, their fancy supplements, they got their regimen, they're stacked down. Maybe they're also working out three days a week. They're eating organic food, churning their own butter or something. I don't know. But then meanwhile, they're on the hot stress express. And if we're not dealing with that mental emotional load, you're going to have a hard time seeing results and just feeling good. Yeah. And what I like about tapping is it's at your fingertips. It's at your little fingies. So yeah. that's going to that, be fun. Um, that stress is just zapping your energy. Mm-hmm. If you're carrying all that around. Um, yeah, I always like to say we work on releasing constipation as well as emotional constipation. So you got to let that shit go. Just yeah. not on your Delta Airlines flight. <laughs> not on your Delta flight. Um, yeah. yeah, you were saying about your fancy supplement stack. I was posting about that on stories today too. Just like Ooh. getting a little spicy with it. This is a big energy zap as well. Is like yeah, there are so many people out there that have their stack us ups for detox and there's stack us ups for sleep but you don't move your dang body all day like you Mm -hmm. have to work hard during the day for your body to feel like it needs to shut down at night and if you're not getting restful sleep you are not going to have energy the next day no and the cycle it continues yeah Mm -hmm. i mean that might feel really confronting to some people but maybe they need to hear it, especially if they're like, oh, no, I'm too advanced for root cause reset. Oh, I'm too advanced for strength training for happy hormones. Or what am I going to learn that's new? Like we said, we're never above the basics. And maybe we've overcomplicated some things and that we need to have, I need to eat organs of this animal that was just slaughtered yesterday. And I need to do this fancy workout regimen and and take all these sleep supplements and have this biohacked way to better sleep and energy. But are we stepping over the basics? And have we looked at those things? And it really can be a lot more digestible than you think. So yeah, or perhaps you're not working out at all, because you're like, my energy is so low, how could I possibly afford the energy for a workout? But if you do the workout properly with simple strength training, breath work, rest periods, it's going to give you the energy. Uh-huh. The big, big energy, as Lotto likes to say. Yeah. <laughs> so get your butt in the PJ party if you have not yet. If you want to learn simple strength training in a way that is approachable, that you could do it from home in your PJs with whatever time or energy you currently have available. Mm-hmm. And get your butt inside gut tune up. I thought you said get your butt. In, yeah, get your gut and your butt in there. Both of them. Get them both in there. Yes. So, I mean, if you're listening to this live or maybe you're a few days late, it's all good, baby, baby, because you can still drop into the workshop. There are some replays. So highly recommend you snatch it. I don't know if we'll be doing another event, especially another week long event, because holidays are coming up for both of us. Some programs are starting soon. So, yeah, get in while you fit in. And we'd love to see you there. So drop into the workshops. We'll put all the details in the show notes for you. And send us some fun questions on Instagram for our 100th episode. Yes, please do that. We can't wait to celebrate with you. Okay. 
Um, I guess stay hydrated out there and unclench that b-hole. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the GYST podcast. As always, your ratings and reviews mean the world to us. If you enjoyed this episode, take a second, take a little screenshot, throw it up on your Instagram story, and tag us so we can thank you properly for sharing this show with other women that it might help. See you next week. We love you. Bye.